Welcome guys. Hi. Hello. Okay, our guest is here. Okay. Welcome to Aurora guys. Um today's episode is going to be um about motherhood and we're going to be talking about um what it means to be a new mom and um can you guys hear me i just want to make sure before i keep talking can you guys hear me let me know if you guys can hear me yes okay good okay um so we're talking about motherhood about um what it means to be a new mom and what kind of struggles we all go through and um what are the things that we least expect and the things that we go through as a mom and the discover um discovering new things as we go um so this should be interesting our guest tonight is my own best friend my sister her name is Makia she'll be joining me shortly and we'll talk about about I'll, I'll ask about five questions where we can have a discussion and if you guys have any questions and you have a comment um you ju just use the um question box and we can have a bit of question and answer at the end where we can all have a discussion regarding your questions as well so without further ado makia is here let's invite makia please stay tuned stay with us and please share the live with your friends and get them to join us hi dr makia hello <laughs> i didn't expect the glasses but okay hello Then you can take them off. <laughs> Am I back? Yes, I think the connection okay. was cutting out a bit. Okay, sorry. Okay, welcome to Rora. Thank you. Thank you for your me. your background is white, which is going to make a bit hard for us to read the comments, but we will make it work. Can you change the background on Instagram? I can't, right? Can nope, I change? Nope, you can't. But it's okay. But I think we can read it off your shoulder. I'm sure everybody will figure it out. Yeah, all the rooms are the same color, so um, there was nowhere to be but white background. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> we we will we will make it work. Sure. Okay, welcome to Aurora. Let me start again. How are yeah, you? Thanks, How is lockdown? Yeah, it's not too bad yet. <laughs> so if you ask me in the coming weeks maybe it might be different, but um so far we're we're doing okay. Maybe we should I should ask this question in a month. Maybe if they extend it <laughs> after that. <laughs> different answer. <laughs> Yeah, maybe we will join the people that are going, you know, demonstrations to to say no more, you know, lockdown. So 
Yes, Sydney is going crazy. I know your area is a bit better than ours, but yes. Sydney is a bit hard. Um, yeah. I'm lucky my work is not that far off um, the, my area, the, the 10 kilometer distance. So I fit in within that so I can go to the office and I can drop Hiyab off. So for that purpose, I'm blessed. I think I'm lucky. Because a lot of people are still locked at home in Sydney where they can't go and do anything within five kilometers of their house. Yeah, I think for us that's um, because 10 kilometers we could go a lot of places. So the fact that the town is small, we could still go, go to the same places we go to. So it's not too much of a restriction. And um, because we don't have a lot of people coming from Sydney, um, the beaches are empty and parking is um, plenty so it's not so bad <laughs> yeah rub it in our face sorry but not sorry. <laughs> I know you're not sorry but I'll just take it in uh, because we're live I'm gonna be more professional here I'm gonna let it you know let it go okay <laughs> so we have about five questions I haven't seen the questions I'm seeing them right now same time as you because um, the Aurora team didn't want me to have to be prepared so it can have that you know same kind of effect that when I'm asking you the questions so I'm gonna read the questions that's when I'm gonna be finding out what the questions are so um, the first question they've given us is what's your favorite part of being a mom of being a mom yeah I guess before all that, would you like me to introduce myself if there are people who don't know me? Oh, please, Just please in do. Case. <laughs> Just in case. Just I, in I, case. Yeah. The floor is all yours. No, I mean, I've seen, like, I've, I've seen Danny, Salam, and Leah, and all of that, like, people I know, but if there are people um, I haven't met before. Um, yeah. My name is Makia. I live in Sydney, outside of Sydney down south around an hour out um married and a mother of one daughter Naila um I have um I've, I've tried a number of things as career wise um I was um, a journalist back home I've done children programming radio fana um I have taught at preschool and in Australia I have done um, IT, which is just working in financial services as a um, business operations specialist. But now I'm a full-time mom, studying full-time and part-time property management. So that's just me um, in a whole lot of... <laughs> that's Maki for you guys. <laughs> that's for people who... Sorry, I should have I should have, I should have asked. To I should have said, introduce yourself, please. Thank you I'm for guiding me. Yeah, we're in this together. <laughs> I know. And I think it's because I know you. Like, it's just like I'm having a conversation with someone that I know. So it's like, um, I know you. So it doesn't matter whether everybody else knows you or not. But I'm sorry, everybody. So now that you guys know my key, we're going to start with um, what's your favorite part of being a mother? Um, I think it's more, um, you have this job, I, like, I, I mean, I, I do see it as a job. You have this job that 
you don't want to fail fell in and in return all you get is just a lot of love and you've got someone you're raising hopefully in in the future that would contribute into society to be a service to humanity right so I think my favorite part is just nurturing that and um giving it all I've got to to see that um grow and flourish so that's how I see it just being a mother is just the greatest job, but the hardest job um, that you don't want to fail in. So you put in everything you've got. So I, I like it because yeah. it challenges me to to put um, all I've got. So if it is a job that yeah. you go and do, it doesn't matter because there's someone who obviously going to tell you, oh, you haven't done this right, all of that. But with being a parent, it's you. You're going to yeah. reflect on what you're doing and yeah. Um, you're just, you're in charge. So I like that about being a mom more than anything. Yeah. I think it's kind of the same. The challenges of being a better self for myself. Like it mm-hmm. pushes me because I want her to have a role model that is someone that she looks up and say, I want to be just like my mom. Mm-hmm. So my favorite part is me waking up every morning saying, okay, what do I do today to make it better than yesterday? Um, yeah. With all its ups and downs and with all its heartache and pain, with, with all of it, um, the love that you you share with them is my favorite part where you just, they just come randomly where they give you the hugs and tell you, I love you, mommy. Thank you, mommy. These are just yeah. random things that they do, and it's so genuine that makes you feel like, okay, I'm recharged now. I can go another day where I'm. I want to do better. I want to do something is great for her where she's gonna grow up and be like. I don't want her to feel like, oh, my mom should have done this for me. My mom missed that by doing this on me. So every time, um, the my favorite part of that is I make sure. The love that she gives me is given back by a thousand times more than what she's given me. So my favorite part is the, that, you know, um, working hard into making sure she knows how much she's loved and the amount of love she gives me as well. I think that's my exactly. favorite part. I think I think. Yeah. Yeah. Also, think, like, she's yeah. able to pass it on as well, right? When you're... Um, if we say that we are created in a reflection of God, there is a number of things that like under his name, there's a lot of things that comes with it. And the main one is love. So if there is no love, there's that's just the foundation, right? It comes, there is yeah. truthful. There are other virtues that are foundational, but love is just the main one because if there's no love, it just, it, it can't stand still, right? It can't, you can't teach truthfulness and then there's no love. Like it can't be yeah. true if there's love. So the love we give them is like, we see it, them passing it on, obviously. Right. Yeah. So, um, yeah, the best part is this teaching her that and hopefully in the future, um, that she, and now as well, she'll become a light for someone. She learns to love others because that's what we're lacking in, in the whole world at the moment. Because if there was no, if there was love, true love, then yeah, and the only true love is God's love. And if we can teach our children that, 
then we're also working on the future of the society. So I, I think that's the best bit is that I can do that. It doesn't matter what's going on in the world, but at least you can change it one at a time by our children. We teach them love and we be that though. We have to be that because kids don't, um, kids don't do what we say to them. They watch us. So if I love people, then that's how she's going to be. Not because I said, oh, you have to love this and you have to love that. You have to show yeah. them. These children watch us and that's, that's what they do, not what we that's say. True. So we have to be both. So I think yeah. being a mother has taught me all of that. I can't just be saying things. I have to be it. Yeah, and you have to be mindful of that. It just—I become more mindful of what I am doing because she's watching, and that's what she's gonna do no matter what I'm saying. So, yeah, you can learn to be it, not just say it. I think that's also the the other really great yeah. part of being a parent to me. You said it beautifully. I think um, my favorite part of what you said is um, changing the world. It starts within us. Um, because you, what you do with your child is, you know, is if we put, if we do our part in raising our children in a way that we think how the world should be, I think that's how everybody's can do their part and then we can make a change. So I think that is a beautiful way of you say that. Um, really, I really love that part. And how did you navigate, um, when you were pregnant, I'm sure you were bombarded with so many things, people saying, oh, you know, when you have a child, do this, do this, don't do this, don't do that. Yeah. How did you navigate which advice to take on board when you were a new mom? When I was pregnant, um, mostly I was enjoying being pregnant, but also yeah. I was really trying to learn a lot every step what I have to do and then um, I do take when people tell you something I do listen to them but it mm -hmm. only really depends on what type of family you wanted to raise and what type of family you wanted to have so I do take their advice but I will kind of shape it into what I want so I will take the things that I want in my life and the ones mm -hmm. I don't want I'll just leave it as. Um, so I just pursue yeah. the ones that were, I thought that were good because they were people who were giving me, oh, you should do a calm birth class. And I was like, oh, okay. Actually, I could do that. So it was helpful. And then there are yeah. some other people who will tell you, you should book this. And then you're like, mm, maybe not. But you just say, okay. Um, so you don't have to feel overwhelmed, even if the information is a lot overwhelming. So you just have to choose what would work for your personality, what would work yeah. for you. And um, if you have a partner, your partner, if you don't have a partner, just what would work for you. Um, and what, what is your capacity, knowing your own capacity? Because if you own your own strength and weakness, then nothing yeah. else can actually affect it you have to, if you own it no one else can own it uh, if i own yeah. my weakness you can't you know if you pinpoint it it's not going to affect me because i already know my strength so 
you yeah. just have to work on hard on your strength that you have on and um just what i did was i i am the last in the family so i've never seen anyone have a baby in in the house i grow up because i was the the youngest yeah. um so i just have to teach myself read the books that are available um attend free classes that the hospitals organize so i know what it means to breastfeed or while i was pregnant i did breastfeeding yeah. classes or um just building that knowledge and knowing that it's just you so yeah. if you don't put it on others and say okay this is going to be me how how yeah. am i going to navigate this the best and the resources yeah. are out there you have to seek them yourself you don't be rely on other people and you yep. can take some advice but not all so the way i did it was read some books on the progresses or what do i do when the baby comes because my mom is not here to to teach me that or to show me that or my yep. sister is not here to look after me so it's just me and my partner my husband so it was just more like okay what do we do it's us so let's just teach ourselves we don't know this but that's fine we're going to learn yeah. it so that's what i did i did a lot of classes um i we read books together not about parenting just about yeah. being a parent because parenting you have to do it after your child comes because every child is different there is not a book about parenting yeah. that would work for your own child so yeah. we, we just we just thought what to expect what's going to happen to my body when after i give birth or yeah. the process of pregnancy so when that happens i wasn't shocked i was like oh this is why it happened so just as much as you can read and just educate yourself that's what that's how i did it because i didn't have family here um the other good thing i did was i don't know if anyone heard of it i got a doula a doula is like ba amarnya etopiai awalajma letna safarust miawaludu sawoch i don't know etopia ust yalle so yaka ihona you will know it awalaj it's called they call them doula here d u l a so what they do is just literally what awalaj will do they will come home while yeah. you're pregnant they will assess you and then when you go into labor you call them they come and they will either help you around the house they take you to the hospital they will stay with you the whole time yeah. so if you know you don't have support i looked into that and then i hired someone to actually come help me until i gave birth she was there for the whole time i was in labor and um give birth so you just have to see your life situation and say okay how do i get help and how yeah. you know this the resources are out there so it's just educating yourself and talking to people even if you don't take their advice but at least there will be positive advice you'll get yeah um from people. yeah that's how i i went with it um it's funny with this question i think we both have a different kind of experience with the pregnancy um you were open to it and you did your own research me i just went blind with everything i wasn't i wasn't aware but i think the difference between me and you is i was the first born so i've seen my younger siblings being born and i yeah. I, i took part in raising them as well so i had a kind of 
a bit of an experience besides you know carrying them i had a bit of an experience looking after little ones yeah. so um the only thing that i had to go through was the pregnancy stage you know what i mean mm-hmm. but the the amount of advice people give you uh get up go for a walk go do this go do that for me it was too much i'm like i'm the one who's carrying the baby and i'm the one who's listening to my body you know what i mean mm-hmm. and it was a bit it can be a bit too much like especially yeah. when you're pregnant and you don't know it's your first pregnancy and you don't know what you're going through and everyone is going to comment on it mm. oh you know you shouldn't sit this way oh you shouldn't act this way oh you should wear this you should do this oh once you know it, and especially when the amount of advice they give you on how to become a parent mm. you know to you know this is how yeah. you should do to be a parent this is i'm like let me figure it out i was i think i was a bit away from everybody when i was pregnant i was a bit uh my pregnancy was a bit hard because i was um mentally i wasn't okay so mm-hmm. i was shut down from the world i'll go to work i'll come home i'll sleep and i'll get up mm-hmm. i'll go to work come back so i was very very quiet my pregnancy i was healthy no morning sickness no nothing but the fact that i didn't want to have conversation with one on one with one person with someone yeah that made me stay away from everybody like block the world it's just like me and my my pregnancy do you know what i mean mm-hmm. so that helped me from not hearing too much because a lot of people didn't feel comfortable to talk to me because mm-hmm. i was kind of that mean face that i don't want to talk to you don't talk to me kind of attitude my advice came through after i gave birth mm-hmm. so everybody's like oh hold her this way feed her this way albishat bandazi it's all that mm-hmm. thing and I'm like yep 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 i wanted to figure it out for myself i didn't want a book yeah. to tell me i didn't want somebody to tell me i wanted to learn it i yeah. want to go through the process and educate myself as i go through it yeah and i think the way you did it a lot of people do it they read books and be prepared mentally on how to expect with your body change what you feel and everything i had no clue i didn't go to any of the classes I went to mm-hmm. a birthing um class for my sister when she was pregnant. That's the only time I've been into a room where there is they teach pregnant women on how to be, mm. you know, with, how to deal yeah. with situations. When I was pregnant, yeah. I didn't do that. Mm. And that did it change the way I I was when I was in the delivery room? Not really. A lot of situations everything happens in its own course, you know what I mean? Yeah. Not knowing what to expect going into the delivery room i was a bit nervous i was a bit anxious but at the same time i was okay you know yeah. the advices for me was given after before i wasn't given any so it didn't affect mm-hmm. the way i saw um being a mother yeah so those advices i think it would just go in one ear and go out through the other that's how i dealt yeah, with them i think it's also different to uh, again i'm saying it's different to like your your social group or uh, the the people who are around you um yeah i had very small circle and um i have very limited ethiopian people around me when i was pregnant yeah i could just literally um salome my best friend and uh and her brother that's it 
mostly her yeah. actually um and I, i yeah and then my husband's family which are white so um all of those comments that you said are, are not given thank goodness um no one will say anything to you how you should have your birth or what you should do and so i was lucky in that sense i didn't experience any of those things so um i was given advice as in in a way oh you should try this and try that or you can have this book from me and this and that but not really like a specific instruction kind of advice i wasn't given so i was kind of lucky enough i didn't have to hustle or to to say oh i don't want this i want this it was just like my decision so i didn't have yeah. that and even um after giving birth and we when we came home you know the family has given me 2 3 days to bond with my baby no one actually came to see us so i had that time to bond with her either no one told me how to hold her and you know what to dress her even to yeah. dress her so yeah. yeah i was given that opportunity to do it my way because i but i i can understand from in in our culture it, it's um you you get like you can't do much with your own baby it feels in a way yeah. in when i go to some people's house and visit and i remember actually um my friend's dad came the one Ethiopian came to visit us after a week or so Kim was holding my his hand upside down like her face was on his palm and she was sleeping yeah. like that and the dad nearly have you know had an, a heart attack you can't hold a little baby like that you're going to break her <laughs> and then we were like um yeah we've been holding that the whole time yeah so i can understand like he was the, he was uncomfortable Kim actually had to put her down. Yeah. Like because to make the person comfortable because he was like you can't hold her like that. You're going to break her. She's cold in that yeah. clothes. I know what you mean. I experienced it once, but I was just like she's fine. He's fine. He's been holding her like that. Um the yeah. fact that like I'm okay also to say. I'm actually okay to say no. Sorry, this is how we're doing it. Yeah. Like I I'm going to do it my way. Like I'm okay if people didn't like it that way. So but I didn't have too many of them <laughs> for that. Yeah. So um but I can totally understand in, especially in our culture there is that everyone trying to tell you the best way to to do it and don't hold it or you know hold it this way or and I can totally understand as a new parent it would be very challenging. Yeah. you don't even have time to to bond with your baby and to learn what the baby signs or you know all of those things so i was lucky in that regard i didn't have those yeah. things and I just taught myself on what to do and i knew it was just me and i don't have anyone else so me and him so we kind of worked that out so it wasn't too bad for us Yeah, I think given the fact that your personality is a kind of personality that would tell you off. It's like it'll tell you, "Listen, this is <laughs> this is this is my way. You don't like it, hit the highway kind of thing personality." So, I think you would have handled it perfectly for me. I But think in a nice way. I am I, nice 
in a nice way obviously but what i'm saying is like for me it's like people will say because i don't want it i don't want them to think that oh you know they 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 want to say that one sense you know opinion of theirs they want to say about you know how to be a mom i'm like yeah okay okay let them just say whatever they want to say i, I i'm not going to take it but they get that satisfaction saying oh you know i've given that my one sense opinion about mm you know about how to tell her how to be a mom mm. so i would take it that way so yeah well, very interesting how many times are they saying it if the, if those people you see them once once and they say that then that's okay but if these people are actually in your circle and going to be around you have to set that boundary at the beginning that's just my opinion you have to let them know because then it's going to bother you if it is if it is just a one of visiting you and they made a suggestion that's okay yeah. that's fine but um if those people are going to be around and they're very close to you then they need to know the, the boundary at the end of the day you are the parent so no no thank you but this is how i'm going to do it i'm i'm okay to say that personally Yeah um Gifty said even before having a baby I have been given instructions on how to be raising my future baby and I do not like it. Mhm. Yep. That's what I was saying earlier. It's like people will comment on how you should raise your future baby. You haven't even hold it yet, but they think, you know, to make you prepared, you know, how you should hold the baby, how how you should act so, you know. Mm. You will learn when um, the baby comes, really. Like it's your own um does gift you yeah. have a baby not yet no yet no yet she is about yeah. to yeah yeah that's fine it's like literally you will the baby will teach you that's the best advice like the baby will yeah. teach you how you they want to be held because if you hold them the cer- certain way they're going to cry and complain so you're like oh no okay they don't like this one i'm going to try this one so the baby actually will guide you so that's why the bonding period is like so important and you need to avoid those people um you know n- being too much around you because then you bond with the baby and the baby will teach you how they want to be held and how they want yep. to sleep and all of that and what would work with for you and for your partner like exactly you know, as yeah. an example like i um nyla never slept with us in the bedroom and a lot of people were like oh do you put the little baby into a, a different room i'm like yes because i had to know what is also best for me because i'm very light sleeper and i can hear a lot of movement so before yeah. she was born kim and i talked about it and the best decision for her and for us to have a good sleep was to put her into a different room from the day we we got home and that's what we did so whatever yeah. works for you is um is okay and if people have an issue with them with it too bad really <laughs> yep so, too bad too bad <laughs> Uh speaking about learning um through the process of um uh you know with going learning from with the process of being a mom you know um mm. what is it that one thing that you wish you learned before you became a mom something that you wish you learned earlier 
No. Hmm. About being a mom or how to raise the child? About <laughs> being a mom, like in, in general. What, for example, for me, I will answer the question first. I will go first mm-hmm. so you understand mm-hmm. what I mean. Um, mm-hmm. For me, I wish I knew about postpartum depression. Mm-hmm. I wish mm-hmm. I knew the struggle and the pain, and I never heard of it. I never knew mm-hmm. nothing until he was two. Mm. So okay. I didn't even know I had it until two years after. Okay. Yeah. So I struggled I two years by myself with that, without not yeah. knowing that these kind of things can happen to a new mom. Mm. So I wish yeah. I learned about this. I wish I knew. I wish someone that went through it spoke up around me. Um, mm. But I don't think anyone that is around me understands that pain or that postpartum postpartum depression i don't think they know that it exists we all just take it as being oh she's just tired it's just she's just been a new mom kind of thing um mm-hmm. and that's how i took it i never knew mm-hmm. i never understood and having my own personal issue things that i was dealing with personally and being as a new mom and having that depression in my mind mm-hmm. it was too much to deal it was too much to cope there are things that now i revisit I go back and I'll be like, oh, I don't remember that. Mm. Yeah, Because okay, those times are blank in my mind. You know what yeah, I mean? I so that's something yeah. that I wish I learned before I was a mom. Okay. So, yeah, I, I knew about postpartum depression. I knew about the symptoms. Yeah, and, uh, yeah I've, done, I've done the courses and the reading and stuff like that. So I was aware of what those feelings are like prior yeah. to giving birth so um so the other step i took for that for that purpose was um we had um the so the doula who came to assist me i don't know if people are aware of it but you can use the placenta to assist with stuff like this so the placenta is like a very like it's a superfood that kept your baby for the whole of nine months in your body to keep it alive. So it, it is, it's filled with a lot of nutrients and a lot of hormonal, good hormones, good, good stuff. So you could use it in different ways. So whichever you feel comfortable with. The way we went with it was um, to, they, so they make uh, homeopathic drops from it. So they take it, they humidify it, they dried it, and it will be grounded and it will be that they use the energy of it as a drop. So it could be for the mom and it could be for the baby. So taking that from, you know, the first week or so, the doula took it, prepared it and brought it back to me. And I used that to help not to experience postpartum depression. So um, if you're looking at the data, there are like, one in every seven women in Australia every year experience postpartum depression. Wow. That's quite high in number. So yeah. I, I did need to answer your question. I did knew about this thing. So I, um, there's nothing like one thing I could put as in being a mom that I didn't know, I guess, because Kim's sisters also, all the three of them had babies and, um, yeah, I was blessed in that. Will was given advices and things that worked for me, and um, I was aware of those things. 
I was aware of what okay. my body will go through and what I yeah. should do all of that. So I don't have that one thing that I would say I, I wish I knew uh, as in yeah. if it come, when it comes to just being pregnant and um, having the baby. But definitely postpartum depression is like one of the just like it's quite big actually from um, the mother's group I go to. A number of them was diagnosed with it because they just yeah. didn't know what they were feeling. So if there are um, new moms in this group or moms to be in the future, I think just to look out for the signs. Um, so every mom will experience this baby blue, they call it, but that shouldn't last very long time. So they, after you come home the next two, three days, you're going to experience that because you have uh, hormones that will drop. So you're going to experience being moody, unhappy, sad. All of those things are normal. Yeah. But if they last long time, if they last more than a month, and if they last for the whole first year, then you definitely need to look into um, get some help. And it doesn't have to be like medicated help, but just recognizing it and acknowledging the symptoms that you're feeling is okay other people are feeling it too you might feel disconnected with your child you might feel like that's it my life is over now what do I do um mm -hmm. what do I do with my this baby am I good enough for this baby all of these things you could feel it it's normal for a short period of time but if it continues then either you seek help with people close to you if you have a community if not, you just seek professional help. Um, but don't yes. isolate yourself. So there are, I'm sure anyone in Australia who give birth, there are mothers group. I can't talk enough about them. It's so important. Every council will have them. Attend those group sessions. They're every week. And you can talk about all the little things you think other people don't want to hear about. Because yeah. those people are in the same page with you. So that is really helpful uh, for any new mom. So look it up in your area um, for mother's group. And there are the same women going through the same thing. And by the way, postpartum depression is not only for moms. Dads go through it too. So if there are any men in this group in the future <laughs> become a parent or is a, a, a parent, that you could go through it too. If you feel disconnected with your child and not bonding or um, are you good enough for this child or is this too much responsibility or things like that that you feel, if it's keep going, then seek help, definitely. And there's no shame on feeling a certain way. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think there's something that we, um, I don't know, for me, as uh, for someone that goes through it, um, that went through it, actually, um, not knowing that I was going through that depression moment for two years. It wasn't a year. It was two years. Um, there was a moment that I was breastfeeding here. I woke up. It's like I woke up from a sleep. Next thing I know, I'm, I have a baby in my arm. Mine just was close to two years. Hmm. Do you know what I mean? And yeah. 
it, it, it's kind of like I, I missed out the two years of her life. I was there, but I wasn't present mentally. I think mm. I was disconnected from the reality and everything because that's what mm. depression does to you. And mm. even if anybody um, saw me or spoke to me, they just took it as she's acting up or she just because you're she just because you're a mother you you know you can't get along with you or i can't talk to you you're just so hard to talk to kind of thing so everybody took it personally the way i was acting but i didn't even know what was going on with me and mm. now that i am out of it and when i go back when i revisit those moments and when i talk to my sister i'm like oh, i don't even know i don't even remember saying those things i don't even remember acting those things so it is really 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 something that is taken very lightly and yeah. we don't um address it and we don't ask new moms on how they're feeling or even taking the baby saying go sleep I'll look after her for an hour take a nap yeah do you know what i mean or just to for the for the new mom to have a moment for herself because the whole world is changing around her and now she's got this little human being in her arm that she has to take care of it is yeah. relying on her you know and mm. not feeling okay within yourself within inside of you and mm. that can create people to leave you alone to be mm. pushed away not even knowing that you're doing it purposely they think you just yeah. uh changed and they don't want to be friends anymore with you and that adds up to the situation yeah. that you are in because you are isolated you are by yourself Mm-hmm. and you don't know what you're going through and all of a sudden you are alone with a baby you have no one to yeah. talk to yeah and no one that can understand what you're going through and that mm-hmm. feeling um yeah. for me being as a single mom as well you had someone if you yeah. were tired he can take her and be like go take a nap mm-hmm. out to hold her or vice versa you know what yeah. i mean but yeah. for single moms especially that don't have their partners with them is the hardest situation if they don't have a support system that can understand those things and um connect those dots and say you know what take a rest let me take care of your baby that is yeah. something that i want to create awareness and talk to uh people and so they can talk about it make it normalized yeah. it's just yeah. normal everyone goes through it it's part of the process if you yeah. don't go through it you're lucky yeah if you go through it it's okay it's normal everyone goes through it you know what i mean yeah, and right. that's what i said that you said even men good. go through it yeah yes it's so important and, to have that like relate being relate to like you can relate to them because as you said the isolation is real even if you don't have it even if you don't have the depression afterwards like just having a baby you're automatically isolated from like friends who don't have children because they assume you're always busy even if you're not um you're not yeah. invited to out things because they assume you can't go out even if you yes. could um so i i think what the awareness need to be there and so for me after that what i did was then i start reaching out because i learned from myself how i isolating it can be so when there is a new mom you reach out and you just make sure yeah. even if they let them say they can't do but without assumption so there's the problem with a lot of mental health is we assume we assume when you're acting out like oh she's acting out because we're assuming you're acting out 
we're not asking how are you feeling actually about it yeah um so a lot of judgment passed on so yeah. that's why if your own circle is not understanding you seek help elsewhere you go to a different yeah. circle uh, and someone who can relate on what yeah. you're going through so i think finding that safe place it could be anywhere it doesn't have to be family we always think it has to be family and when family is not working out we freak out but it doesn't have to be family it can be elsewhere yeah. you can find that support um elsewhere so i think leaving it open and um reaching out to people i think a family friend once when i had nyla the the best thing she said was she brought me a gift after giving birth and i was quite surprised because everyone who comes was bringing gifts for nyla and i asked her why do you bring yeah. me a gift and then she said um nyla doesn't need gift nyla needs you so we need to look after you so you can be there for her wow so that really taught me a thing and since i had nyla when we visit people who have babies i buy gift for the mom and the child you can buy if you like but mostly for the mom because you yeah you need the mom to be looked after at that time the baby all yes. they need is the mom and um yeah. milk <laughs> really milk and clean wow. up it. so we just have to be aware in ourselves and moving forward just reaching yeah. out to new moms and um just asking if they're okay Yeah. and less judgment obviously an assumption towards them on how they parent or how they are or all of that because we don't know what they're what they're going through really yeah i think um what i do when i see a new mom there's no one around me at the moment but um what i used to do um is saying if you ever need a break like you know i want them to know they have that help you know not yeah. because a lot of people feel like it's too much to ask for someone to hold my baby to take a break um but i want to offer that to anybody that is a new mom because i wish i i had people around me but they never said let me take her and go because they always assumed i was too obsessed and i was holding her too much but mm. i wish they said i'll hold her go Yeah. Instead of me asking it, I wish yeah. they say, "I'm here. Give me the baby. Go." Yes. The help you know should I mean? be offered. So, yeah, the help should be yes. offered. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, because of that feeling that I went through, I try and offer that help to people. Like whenever you need it, I'm here. Whenever you want to go somewhere, you want to take a break or you want to go out for dinner or do anything, I'm here. I'm more than happy to hold you baby. I offer that yeah. for new moms now. That Yeah. Uh, there's no one around at the moment, but if there's any whenever I see someone that's what I do because of the experiences that I went through. So, yeah. And the one of the things that you mentioned was about uh the partner the man go through the same postpartum depression and um we had a comment someone saying um it makes sense that her brother is not bonding with his child and mm -hmm. a lot of the times we take it as the the father not liking or not accepting their child we don't mm. even think that they they're finding it so hard to connect because of you know all that process thing that they have to go through we don't even know as the, ha mm. the habisha community especially they don't know 
um i'm sure that other communities would excuse me would read books and will be aware of it but i don't think a lot of people know don't know you saw him he said wow because he wasn't aware men can actually go through that depression not just uh, a woman you're, so you're right this white background i can't see much comment yeah <laughs> yeah some comments i can um yeah but yeah they do definitely but it, they go through it differently a little bit because theirs is not affected by hormones obviously but a life change you know anything in life when suddenly it changes it's not the same right when you when you have that child so they will definitely go through it and if they don't have that support and sometimes that's why it takes them a little bit longer to to bond to bond with their kids um yeah. and also they're not especially in our culture i mean it's not actually in our culture only mental health the stigma in mental health is in every culture maybe in ours it's more um not even looked at but even in other cultures it's it's not seen as real as it is um but definitely men experience it as well and they struggle to bond with their children um or they like are they providing enough are they doing enough for that family because men in yeah. nature they are providers um so definitely they will go through it <laughs> and we have yes, to um, and we have to view it and see it yep kim just said one on one quiet time for a father and child is really important to connect yep yes i think definitely. that will force them to connect without yes. someone telling him do this hold her this way say this say that just yes. let him figure it out for himself yes. for that moment that will yes, that I, will break the fear i think it's the fear yeah, what's the men that go through it like i had a i have a friend who when her baby was born she just didn't like anything how the dad was parenting like she didn't let him hold the baby she thinks wow. he's going to hurt him she thinks he's going to drop him i don't like how he's holding him so when she had because we were very close she had the conversation with me i was like what are you doing you know yeah. she's like oh i never let him bath the baby and then the dad on the side is feeling so disconnected was going through it not feeling connected to the child he doesn't think the baby loves him because every time he holds him the baby cries because the mom yeah. doesn't let him spend time so i had to have a full on open one on one i'm like he's as much needed as you are he's half of him so he can parent but he's going to do it in his own way it's going to be different yeah. and the baby is going to be okay because he will have that type of bonding with him he will have a different type of bonding with you and it doesn't have to be the same disciplining is yeah. different but when they're a baby when it comes to bonding the yeah. dad have his own way of bonding and the mom have different one so it can't be the same but when it comes to discipline you have to be in the same page but when it's bonding they all have different ways so i had to have that conversation with her you need to let him bath the baby yeah and when he comes from work like with Kim what I did was when he comes from work I just give him Nyla and I do my thing he will do the bathing feeding the dinner reading books putting her to sleep so he had the whole night bonding time and they, that's there he has to figure it out yeah you know what I mean so you you have to allow them to have 
that bonding time. And it doesn't have to be the same as yours. It's not going to yeah. affect anything. They, they have to find yeah. a way to do it. So that way, uh, I know my friend, that helped a bit for her to think, oh, is it normal? They don't do it the same as yeah. us. And I was like, yeah, yeah. no, it's not going to be the same. It might look rough yeah. the way he's holding it or, you know, you might think he's not yeah. caring enough in the bath, but he's the parent too and he has the right to bond, to be allowed to bond with their children. So if the mums in our group, in the chat now, just allow the partners <laughs> to bond with yeah. their children, they're not going to hurt their children. They will be okay and they just bonded their own way and it's a break for you as well then yeah. you get time for yourself. But if you're saying you want to do everything, it's not going to <laughs> It's not gonna work. Yep. Um, I think it's going to, like, well, I didn't have a partner, so I didn't have to deal with that part of it. But if I was to have a partner with me raising that child when I was a new mom, I think I would have, I would have had it really hard because I'm the kind of person that says, no, nah, I'm doing everything by myself. Mm. I don't need help. And mm. that is a personality that I have that I'm, I find it hard to ask for help. And when, even when help is being offered, I'm like, no, thank you straight away. Mm. You know what I mean? So I think um, I have to, now I'm better. I ask for help. I ask and I talk about what I'm feeling and how I want things to be, I've yeah. changed a lot um, because of obviously how I want her to be, like open and co mm. like in the talking about asking for help, especially. So I think um, for single mom, as a single mom, I didn't struggle because I don't have a partner. But if I had a partner, I think as you said now, I would have struggled. Um, I, I would have done. I would. I would have said. I would have in only well. me. Only me. I would have stepped in though. <laughs> I'd be like, Nessie, no, <laughs> that's not how you let him. <laughs> I know, I know. Yeah. No, if um, help is offered, take it as a new mom. If you don't feel like asking, I didn't ask a lot of help myself. I knew I could do it myself. That's how I put my mind to it. But if yeah. help is offered, take the help. Yeah, take it, take it, take it, take it. I'm telling you guys, when when help is being offered, take it. Don't say it's okay. I'm good. Thank you. No, take it. It's all good. Um, it doesn't show weakness. That's the reason is that we see it as weakness. We don't want to look like we're struggling and we got this. Yeah. But it's okay if help is offered as a new mom. If someone says I'm gonna cook and bring you food, say okay, thanks. If they yeah. say, do you want to have a sleep? I'll look after the baby i'll come to your house and look after the baby let them do it i mean they don't yeah. have to take the baby but they can look after the baby at your own house you can have a sleep just take the help that is offered yes take it is all i'm gonna say i've got nothing more to say to that take the offer um yeah. speaking of um your your you as a person your personality for example as i said i am the kind of person that says i don't need help i can do it do you think being a mom um can you separate the connection that like can you 
separate the maki you are and there's the mom maki do you think you are disconnected from yourself as a mom or do you think you're still connected as an individual as a maki to yourself mm it kind of really merged into one because you you kind of stop remembering who you were before before you have a baby um mm if that means, like you you kind of become just the mom <laughs> yeah especially in that in that young age yeah that but still you have to always remember as well remember yourself and don't lose yourself in it that's important but it's very yeah. hard to do very hard to do because you kind of that's just really your job and you are a mom but sometimes you do feel like oh where am i now like um it, it's just everything is about the about the child so just find something for yourself that that's going to make you feel like um when you're not a mom like mm. for the baby so that could be just uh, going out i know it's very hard but just seeing other people or the your friends before you have the baby just keep yeah. something normal keep something normal um and just find i've got tw- find- sorry mikey i've got 20 it yeah. says it's telling me i've got 20 seconds remaining um oh. we'll come back and continue and finish it um okay. i don't know maybe because i don't have much followers it's not allowing me for to stay for 4 hours but we'll come back stay tuned